And welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Flonia. And today we are talking about the eighth episode of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Jezebels. Jezebels. I was so excited for this episode because I always thought, or when I read the book, I thought Jezebels was like really exciting because I was like, a change of scenery? Like it was <laughs> such a big deal. Yeah, um, like, finally we're seeing shit outside of what we've been seeing. Like, we get to see new places, which yeah. basically goes against the entire ethos of everything the society stands for. So it's, like, yeah. exciting to see. It is exciting. And in the which, book, there was no uh, perspective from her husband. So we didn't have that break. Oh, um, yeah. So it was just, like, nonstop slogging through. But then the Jezebel thing was like, yes, something something new, some new information. And it kind of still does that in the show. Yeah. Um, so for reference, if you don't know what Jezebel's is, uh, <laughs> it's like a brothel place, yeah. like a, a government run. He says like, yeah, like the, the government turns a blind eye to it. But it seems pretty like someone's in like everyone's involved in it. Uh <laughs> And uh, the commander invites her on a creepy, creepy date. In the creepiest <laughs> way possible, of course. <laughs> I mean, um, I guess if we're going sequentially, the episode starts off with, um, mm-hmm. with like a Nick, a Nick flashback. Yeah, which like learn a bit about his backstory, which was like, it was weird because they kind of have one scene where they're like kind of showing how Nick got involved with this like creepy cult thing in Gilead. But right. uh it's like 50 after that it's like 50 50 with him and the commander basically so it it is weird yeah that is pretty odd we sort of learn like how nick was sort of just desperate for a job he could keep and so he sort of fell into the religious cult as a result which which, is like i mean like true (laughs) that that in a conversation i was like oh yeah this this would be how a cult would would get someone right oh well they're they're there might be a job, you know? Yeah, there's, like, cult 101. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure. Um, So that sort of made sense to me. It it was kind of like... I didn't expect Nick to have, like, a surprising, like, secret backstory. I was a little disappointed he didn't have a surprising secret backstory, (laughs) but I thought it made sense that he didn't. Yeah, it, it like, made sense. It's kind of just, like, pretty boring. I guess it does, like, show you that he's not crazy religious about it. Yeah, that's basically the main thing. uh, Yeah, like a wipe your brow, just like, whew, you know, (laughs) avoided a bullet. (laughs) Dodge a bullet there. Um, But, yeah, that, that was... That was interesting. I think it was after the first scene where it's just him. Basically, the rest of the scenes are um, that are throughout the episode are him driving and the commander in the back. Like that's, yeah. that's basically just like, oh, well, yeah, you must. <laughs> this is our forever dynamic. <laughs> yeah, this is very exciting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after we get a little bit of Nick backstory, we get to the creepy commander. He like. Oh my god. Okay. The yeah, she is in so many layers. Well, it's it's she gets back from her like rendezvous with Nick, and he's just like sitting in, in her, her room. room. And yeah. I was like, oh god, how long has he been there? Does he know? <laughs> he's Does been he sitting know? there for thirty minutes? <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm just gonna just like, gonna sit wow, this out. She's taking a huge shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, that was so creepy. 
Yeah, it was like alarming, but you're like, no, he would be angry if he knew something. He's just being weird. And then he like shaves her legs. Oh yeah, he's like, like, I'm gonna take you somewhere. Gotta do something about this first. And then there's like a really long scene. (laughs) It was funny because you know how in movies when there's like a guy gets shaved by someone else and like they have the razor to his throat and it's usually a bad guy and you're kind of like, oh, is someone gonna... Something gonna happen here. I kind of had the same thing, but I was like, "Is he gonna nick her leg?" Like, and it's not like a life-threatening thing, but I I had the same. (laughs) I don't trust other people with like razors. I think just like someone's gonna fuck up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially since it was like an old. I think that's like his his was like a face razor. I'm like, those don't. They're not good on legs. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh boy, dude, like. Careful, leg's a bumpy thing. Like, got many bumps we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, and then he like brought out a dress and heels and stuff. And oh wait, no, the makeup thing is first. Yeah, he's like, here's some lipstick. Just do your entire face with it. <laughs> Although she did have eyeshadow too. Yeah, but he's like staring at her. Yeah, real creepy the entire time she's doing her makeup. Like she's looking in the mirror, and his face just behind the mirror is like. <laughs> he's oh. just like, I love watching you do things. <laughs> oh. Like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, he's insanely creepy. And then, um, of course, the most creepy part is when he sniffs her hair. And it was, like, honestly, like, so cliche creepy. But it was, like, the layers of creepiness. It was, like, yeah. it's like, we had to top it off with the ultimate creep act. Well, yeah, it's because she comes out in her, like, her new dress and heels and stuff. And he's just, like, there's one more thing. And he, like, goes behind her and, like, takes the pin or whatever's holding yeah, her hair up. weirdly takes it one out. clip holding, yeah, like... Yeah, I know. I'm just, like... <laughs> That's not like okay. it's a powerful hair clip, <laughs> and especially if it can't be pointy because they don't trust them with pointy things. So yeah, like, what? he just like unclips it. Her hair falls down. He just kind of grabs it and goes like, he's like, time <laughs> to <laughs> sniff. It's like, oh, oh no. Yeah, and also like her hair comes out perfectly curled. I was oh like, my god. Okay, <laughs> it's like that seems real. Um. But then again, maybe if I saw someone pull one clip out of their hair and like all of it, like that much hair fell out and it was perfectly <laughs> curled, maybe I would sniff it too. Like, maybe. Like, what hair <laughs> products are you using? Let me figure it I, out. <laughs> like, I need to identify how you're so magical. Um, and then she's like, extensions. And you're like, uh. <laughs> Got it. And then. What? Okay, for some reason I have a note. I don't know where this note comes from. If it's, I feel like it's during a car ride, but I don't totally remember. But he talks about how, like, the whole grid's solar now or something. And I was like, huh. maybe the bad guys aren't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> sure, they, like, oppress and enslave women um, and rape them constantly. But solar energy? We've been trying to, like, push for that for a while. And they just kind of did it. And I was like, the benefits of a dictatorship. When an idea is good, it gets enforced. Yeah, maybe maybe it's not so bad after all. No. And then you remember the entire show and you're like, oh, no, it's bad. It's, it's terrible. Um, oh, no, it's very bad. Yeah, so you're kind. Of, he, like, shoves her in the car and he's like, can't tell you where we're going. That would ruin the surprise, which is, like, another... Especially Creepy since... Layer. And it only registered when he got her the, the coat thing, the cloak i guess or the um, wife's he's, cloak yeah he's dressing her up like serena joy and i was like oh you're no. like this is a weird kink <laughs> yeah i was like oh okay and then, i don't like, want to bang my wife who's like also in this house but i want to bang someone who looks like my wife and is uh? dressed like my wife 
But it, it's just a disguise. Alas, yep. he's not but, that um, creepy. <laughs> that whole that whole um scene, like because uh, they're being driven, they keep having um stops where they have to get checked and stuff. And then one of them, right. he's like, "You need them to get down. Women aren't allowed." Uh, and the entire time, Nick is just like glaring at them. <laughs> Nick is like I I don't ship it (laughs) I I hate it the thing is like he was just he looked so angry that I was like is he like angry or does he like know something's going on and like not to give too many spoilers into (sighs) stuff that happens later in the episode but like something's definitely going on with the commander I mean you fucking you know because you've seen episodes but like something's going on because like they have one of the flashbacks with Nick is um, discovering the former handmaid's body yeah. where she hung herself and then like them taking the body away. Yeah. And, and he's like crying. Yeah. And I wait, I wrote what Serena, she's like, what did you think was going to happen? Serena Joy says to the commander. And then like, there's a line later on where someone says something to the commander about like, you should know better this time. And I was like, what the fuck did he do last time? Is it this? Oh, did he do this? Last I think time? it was just that. I think it was just that. Um, he had the same sort of affair with the former handmaid. Yeah. Um, like like Nick sort of liked her like got along with her or something and then of course like the emotional turmoil of being forced into this like affair she just like and of course her daily life she killed herself and so like Nick is probably like oh my god he's gonna do the same thing to this new girl but we've been banging so I have extra stake in this (laughs) like yeah, it was. It was weird though because they this. like they never explicitly say anything about what he. was. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna like piece it together. But for yeah, all I, I, I know, was she was affair. just like having a bad time, or like he made her play ping pong or something. Like I don't know. There's a lot of things it could be here. I think he just did the same. Like I think it's like the same thing. He probably brought her to Jezebel's too. It's probably the whole thing. But like where Offred or slash June is more like, I don't know, I feel like she's really holding on to survival. Maybe yeah, she the knows other what's up. Wasn't. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. like, I have a daughter, I have a husband who's apparently still alive. Like, she has, like, stuff that's important to her. And, Which, like, maybe the other handmaid was just like, this is too fucked up for me. Like, I can't, yeah. like, I don't have those other threads that I'm holding on to, so. Which, really uh, most important thing that happened this episode at Jezebel's, mm-hmm. uh, like, Almost immediately, we run into Moira. Yeah. She's here. Beautiful, joyous event. I was like, yes! She's (laughs) alive! Like, when they talk in the bathroom, I was like, this is the best. Like, I mean, it was only really brief, but I was like, this is the best moment of the whole show. Like, friends united. It's like, there's good acting going on. It's good dialogue. Like, I'm losing it. All right. And then, Yeah. yeah, they meet up later on. Which, by the way, when... Alfred snuck out of the hotel room. I was like, oh, this is going to go so bad. And then actually, like, surprisingly, nothing happens. But the entire time I was like, oh, God, something's going to go bad. Like, something's going wrong. She's going to get caught. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah. uh, nothing happened. Like, the worst thing that happened was that we, like, oversaw because she's, like, walking through this, like, brothel. And, like, there's an open door. And she, like, looks in and we look in. And it's, like, there's, like, really weird. And she- you saw her earlier, but there's, like, one of the women who works in this brothel is, like, dressed kind of like a handmaid, and they mm-hmm. were, like, doing a weird version of the ceremony, and I was like, okay, so someone's getting <laughs> off to this. 
It was like The Shining. Doesn't that? Yeah, like it was that? exactly like The Shining. That's what I thought. I was, it was like, like oh. I was just like, I'm unsettled, <laughs> okay. and also weird sexual things are going on, like in rooms, uh, yeah. far away. Yeah, and but, it's uh, it's just like the commander said when they walk in. He's like, everyone's human after all, and she's like, except for me, apparently. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, uh, that was the. It was so weird to see Alfred in particular just like dressed in anything else other than yeah. the the handmade outfit. Yeah, because uh, you see her in flashbacks, but like now it's like she has the really really weird long Mormon hair and stuff, and yeah. so it's like, oh okay, this, this feels weird. <laughs> yeah, this, it does. This is like, uh, but then seeing other women who are also not wearing clothes, I was like, all right, this is okay. <laughs> we fit in. <laughs> Uh, I was yeah, because I was just having like my brain was just going like you've seen women in like nothing but these like really old yeah. timey outfits for a really long time. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, Jezebel's is interesting. Like it makes so much sense that it exists in this world, but like it's still surprising in a weird way. Yeah, because you're, you're so used to everything being so strict, and then it's like oh. Yeah, of course they would have some sort of a legal thing because it's not like people have fundamentally changed. Yeah, because it does. It is a thing where you're just like they're like a religious sect. They wouldn't do that, but then it's like, oh no, everyone's hypocrites. Like that's yeah. But then you're like, oh yeah, people in religious sects still do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like all right, all right. Like why did I hold them to their own standards? That makes no sense. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. It's sort of like oh. There's no magic here. It's just people are bad and they lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. Uh, so sad. Um, and then we also learned that, like, Nick's got the ladies, but or rather he has, like, a friend who's, like, oh, a Oh, yeah, that was... I really liked her. Yeah, she was uh, spunky and fun. Yeah, he, like, meets up with... Uh, she's a Martha? I don't really... Yeah, I think she's a Martha because she's dressed in, like, the Martha, what they wear. Yeah, so she assume. wasn't, like, kind of dre- wearing, like, the colors, but I was like, I guess she's like, she looks this, she looks like she's dressed the same, so I'm gonna assume she's about that. Uh, she's who's like, he's smuggling contraband with, which, like, who's mm-hmm. using the pregnancy test? I mean, like, I know people would be, but I'm like, who would get first priority on that? Just yeah, women? I don't know. Uh, maybe, hmm, I don't know what, I guess if you're impatient, yeah. It's just like impatient wives, maybe, just like, or if you need to know for like a trial case or something uh, <laughs> for science. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was fun. Although, yeah, she was like comes on to him, uh, several times, and he's just like, nope. Yeah, they seem to. <laughs> I'm have going history. through emotional stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like, I know this was a thing, but I'm in love with the hand. <laughs> And I'm sad about it. But I'm not going to address my feelings. <laughs> yeah, because as soon as, uh, well, this is, uh, not really. Once they get back to the house, because not a lot happens in Jezebel's. I mean, like a lot of like, oh, creepy stuff, something but, like, does. One other thing does happen. Yeah. Does it happen? Remind me if this is true. I just have a note that says, Commander feeling her up. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the precursor to the sex rape. Okay. Okay. So that does happen in this episode. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I think that was sort of. I don't know. I kind of feel like that is the thing that bothered Nick more. Yeah. Um. Cause it's like, yeah, there's the ceremony, but like, 
he wasn't as involved with her yet, I don't think. And now he is. And now he's like watching the same thing happen as happened with the last one. And he like knows how poorly that went. And yeah. he probably, I feel like Nick and maybe like not incorrectly believes that when the commander has sex with the handmaid at Jezebel's, like that's sort of what killed the last one sort of thing. Like that mm. was probably what drove, I mean, I kind of insinuated that was what drove her over the edge where she was kind of like, I can't escape this in the day-to-day society and now I have to also endure it like during the night. Like it like never yeah. ends. So I feel like that Nick like attributes that with like sort of the knife that killed her kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, metaphorical knife, of course. Uh, but yeah, so he's emo. <laughs> but for good reasons. I mean. He's justifiably uh, emo. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, once they get back to the house, uh, Nick, well, Serena Joy gets back and there's this whole awkward scene where you're kind of like, isn't it going to say something? Because he's like staring really weird. And um, he and Alfred have like a really long conversation in the kitchen because like she's eating and he, he kind of ignores her when he goes through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She's He's basically like, yeah, and she's like, Nick, why aren't you talking to me? And he literally like says nothing. And then she's like, come on. And he's like, we can't do this anymore. And it just, it goes, <laughs> uh, which he's, I guess, yeah, worried about her, but like. Shutting her out isn't the way to fix it, Nick. Yeah, it's got to communicate. Like, <laughs> seems like a bad solution. Yeah, I understood. I felt like I understood both their perspectives. Yeah, like he probably was just like, I don't want to like be emotionally involved in this anymore because if you die, I'm gonna be really sad again. Yeah, one of the quotes. One of the quotes in his flashback scene is, "Um, it's better if no one has connections or something like yeah. that." Yeah, which he's like trying to, is like, what he's trying himself. to go back to, and also it's like, uh, if if you get caught, it's gonna be real bad. Yeah, but um, uh, like he was being sensible, but yeah, but her thing is like, I, it, it's fucked anyway. So yeah, like, she was like, did you? Okay, that was a horrible thing that happened to me. In addition to the other horrible things, so I would appreciate it if you did not get <laughs> mad at me for it. Like yeah, like this was like, not it's my not choice. Like she was like joyous about it. Like you gotta. Could yeah, just another, she didn't another layer of trauma in the is, in the big trauma cake. That yeah, is she has very show. little options here. It's kind of shitty to get mad at her for this. Yeah, um, I thought she, I was like, whoa, she's like really going off. But like he also <laughs> kind of opened up to her and then she was like still mad. And I was like, okay, wait, but this is what she <laughs> wanted. I was like, wait, this yeah. is a good sign. Like, this is good. Come on. Yeah, we're, it's like we're communicating. I mean, we're very angry, but we're communicating. I think it's a thing of, like, she's so repressed, like, all the time, whenever she has actual moments to be able to feel things. Like, she just feels them a lot. Yeah, which makes sense for sure. Yeah. Um, Well, we also learn, this is kind of, I don't, I think this was in a flashback somewhere, but we sort of, like, officially learn that Nick is an I. Yeah. Uh, But that really, like, for, in a weird way, it always seemed like, uh, Offred should be scared because there's an eye in the house kind of thing but like really the eye is watching the commander like he's kind yeah. of watching everyone but like his commander is sort of the one that he's really keeping tabs on so it's like that was sort of interesting to learn it kind of like the whole like fear of the eye which was like sort of in some of the past episodes where it's like oh someone's like reporting things like oh wait they're actually gonna be reporting on this guy who's sort of a villain so it sort of like makes Nick better because it's like oh he's also sort of working against the like he has some power against the commander and so it makes 
me trust him more as a person to know that yeah. he's an I, which was sort of like, I think the inverse of what initially they marketed, like what the I, what, what being an I meant. Yeah. So that's I mean, it's also that like he's emotionally invested in Alfred now. <laughs> I'm like, he's not yeah. going to do shit about that. Yeah. Unless, unless sure. he like has to get like, for some reason he has to, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how much power he has over the commander because it seems like he could have reported on him about the previous handmaid, and maybe he did. Yeah. And nothing happened, but it kind of seems like he didn't report it. Maybe, I don't know. It's kind of hard yeah, to tell. Because in the flashback, they show him, like, I guess he told on, like, another commander or something because he was like, he's yeah. got, he had an affair with this handmaid, and also he skimmed a lot of money. And I, I was kind of like, which one is the bad one? <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously the money one, but are we counting the other one on the same level? Or, like, is that, like, a side offense? Because yeah. like, I'm kind of unclear. Yeah. I was and that's like the one where they're like, and you're going to have to watch over Waterford. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh it's okay i see what's happening yeah waterford is kind of a sketchy dude there's a lot that he could be reporting on it maybe he feels more of a sense of loyalty with him i'm not sure but yeah, i think and it's that's also, starting to break down a little yeah bit. it's also a thing of like you wonder what happens if he does report him like what happens to everyone in the household uh, uh right it might have negative consequences yeah for because uh, if he's like, oh, he's having an affair with the handmaid, well, that's going to yeah. be bad for the handmaid, too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's a good reason not to say anything. Um, and then the last thing that I noted just the end of the episode is when Serena Joy gives Alfred a gift. Yeah, she she was visiting her mother or something, which I was like, I want more deets on where the mother is. Like, where? Wh yeah, what's the I know very there? little about the way this world works, and I want more geography. Um, but yeah, she gives her... She was like, this was mine when I was little, and I thought you'd like it. And the part I found most interesting, I know it's a music box and has like a little ballerina that comes up and plays and plays music and stuff. But the fact that it's locked and she gives her a key means that like she has a place to hide stuff now. Yeah. And I thought true. that was like a really big moment of trust, although it like offers does have this whole monologue at the end where she's like it's a girl in a box it's the perfect gift and i was like all and right. i was like true kind of emo like it was kind of a nice <laughs> present like <laughs> like she was trying it wasn't out of like a manipulative thing i think like, you can, yeah you can i i read it as genuine too but i kind of like wasn't sure why she did it yeah so I and like, also I was like why why do you think she would like it <laughs> it's like that is very clearly something like an 11 year old gets or like even younger yeah it was kind uh, of it was kind of odd i wasn't totally sure what it meant besides like symbolically like girl in a box but like <laughs> did it have meaning within the story like what was serena joy's motivation like it's so yeah the fact that it's locked and that uh, also those boxes usually have like a false bottom or something to hide jewelry mm -hmm. and stuff so i'm like this could be useful in the future maybe yeah i'm like Perhaps. Um, do we have any... I don't know if you had any other notes. Those are all of my notes. Um, well, I mean, the, the very last part of the... Well, she's talking, but, like, the last thing she does in the episode is she's carving... She carves with the, the key another, uh, like, note above Nolite, best artist, Garbrandum. Uh, it says, you are not alone, which her, like, 
the fonting on that was like real good considering <laughs> she was carving it into the wall at you like, like impressive <laughs> foot level yeah i was like wow like usually when you scratch things into something with an object like it looks real bad because you it's not your regular writing because you have to scratch it in parts right but that was like Elephant. real nice <laughs> yeah you Beautifully have, like, calligraphy. <laughs> yeah, and like little little like squiggles on the outside of it. It was nice. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, this was like I feel like the commander's upping his uh, creepiness and yes, um, concerned he's reaching new heights because <laughs> we have two episodes left in the season, and I was like, he can he has like <laughs> a lot of room to like really up that ante, and I'm concerned. I feel like. He is also super pathetic. It's like his other thing. So like I like have low expectations for like him to do something truly sinister. That's true. He's pathetic, I mean, like, but he, he has a lot of power. Which... Yeah, it's uh, hard to tell. Like, because I'm like, what is the worst thing he could do? Because he's already kind of doing like he's doing <laughs> it. So I'm like not yeah. sure how much force he can get besides just being creepier. Um, but it's also like now that. Moira, like we know where Moira is. I'm just like, so let's get more Moira, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. When she's like, I'm gonna cool. get you out of here. Moira's just like, nah. Oh yeah, Moira lost fine. her spunk. Yeah, like I mean, she. It's realistic, but like she's basically like, there's no hope for any of us. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Moira. I might as well get drunk all the time. Peace. So it's like, well, yeah, I guess in this yeah. society, it's pretty. Uh, it's kind of the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah very cheerful um do you yeah that have... whole conversation i was like oh god more yeah it's something's it's gotta to happen with defeated. you we can't just leave you here yeah yeah she was sort of always like in the book i thought this was very sad because she was sort of uh something offered was holding on to all the time of like it, it almost felt like what would moira do like yeah <laughs> i'm encouraged to be more brave by how brave moira was but, like, it's kind of different in the show because Alfred already has a lot of spunk. Whereas in the book, she was like, I'm just going to go with the flow <laughs> for most of it. Um, but then she'd think of Moira and be like, no, I need to, like, fight back. And then she, like, sees Moira and Moira's like, don't fight back. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, was, I was using you to survive for a really long time. So don't change your tune on me. So, but yeah, they have a beautiful friendship. And I hope for more of that in the next two episodes before the season ends. Do you have any sort of predictions for where you think oh things my God. might go? It could. So it's, this is, <laughs> I've said this before, but like, I don't see how they're going to do like a whole, like co combined, like Luke's plot of like liberation of, mm -hmm. of her and her plot mm -hmm. where I'm just like, they can't free her. There might be an attempt and it fails, because I feel like they'd want to end on, like, a big thing. Mm -hmm. But I can't think of what it is apart from a liberation attempt. Uh, or, like, someone tries to stab someone else. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> One those, of those are the two. options. Yeah. I have to say, from having seen the next two episodes, I think they do... Like, they do something that's kind of nice. Like, I felt like it was nice. Like, I wasn't angry hmm. about the ending. I felt pretty good about it. But it also, like, wasn't... Like, I don't think I could have predicted it, basically. Oh so, like, I was interested. I think you are, your predictions are very good. And I'm curious to see what you think of uh, what happens. Because I thought they went a surprising route, but I liked it. 
Hmm. Um, I was like, I get that, like, this was sort of still a cliffhanger and that's annoying, but, like, what was resolved, I felt pretty good about. So <laughs> I generally am okay when they're like, okay, we fixed this and now here's what we're going to be worrying about. Yeah, it's like, as then long it's as like, we check off a couple things. <laughs> yeah, because if, if they resolve nothing, then you're just like, we're just going to be doing the same shit again. Jesus Christ, when will <laughs> yeah. it end? And if they don't fix anything like, or no if they do fix it then you're like well i don't need to watch anymore like, I'm <laughs> yeah done. I'm, I'm satisfied done. yeah yeah so i think they take it to an interesting place but right. we will have to see next time um we forgot our sign off for like the past few times <laughs> i wrote it down on the sticky note to remember um don't be well, creepy and smell people's hair definitely don't do that <laughs> and uh moira don't lose hope <laughs> oh yeah don't lose to hope, all moira. the moiras out there don't lose hope and on that note, we will be back next week watching the ninth episode of The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. No improvement. No.